Oh god. Hi everybody. Hello. And welcome to the second episode of I'm, I'm horrified. horrified. Are we gonna do it in unison? We can. Should we do it again? Oh, it's it's so like in flux. <laughs> we don't know what it's gonna be yet. One, two, three. I'm, I'm horrified. horrified. That was no, fun. I hated it that okay, time. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, a podcast for when you scream into the void and when the void screams back. I'm Sam. And I'm Allie. And we are so excited and horrified. <laughs> But we're recording this podcast. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I ordered a bunch of wings. Go team. And I'm not I'm not going to watch football. But... <laughs> and you know what? That brings up the subject of patriotism, mm. which is half of our two-part episode, which That's is on genetic modification and bald eagle memes. I'm scared just even thinking about them. I'm scared Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, God. No, don't. So keep that pause, because we'll me it. too. We're going to keep it in. That was the end of the sentence. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, Allie, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever seen the film Gattaca? Okay, so, no. But I did take a class on genetics, mm-hmm. and they told me to watch it, and I didn't. But I, I got, like, a, a B-minus in that class, so I didn't do a lot of the work. So maybe if you would wa- watch the movie. Yeah, I know it has to do with genetics, though. It sure does. I watched it, I think I was in, like, sophomore year of college, because I think mm-hmm. we took the same class, and I did watch Gattaca. Took the same genetics class, yeah. But just two different semesters. You're also a better student in person than I am. Yeah. So you watched Gattaca. So I when watched I did Gattaca, it. and guess what? I regret it. Don't oh, be a good no. student or person audience, because you'll watch Gattaca, and you'll be scared your whole life. Stay over here with me. <laughs> <laughs> Gattaca, we don't have to get into Gattaca. It stars Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. It was made in the early 2000s. But it posits a world where some people can afford to genetically modify their babies. Mm-hmm. And those babies become, they get called, like, valids. And they're, like, an upper echelon class. And some people have babies the old-fashioned way. Gross. And those people are called invalids, and they're, like, a lower class of people. Because they just, like, anything could be wrong with them. Right. Whereas the valids, like, they've gotten, like, the heart disease taken out of them. And, like, the possibility for Alzheimer's taken out of them. Yeah. It's also a young adult novel, I think. It must be. The uglies and the pretties. I loved the uglies. Did you like it? It was different because that was a surgery you had when you were 16. Oh, right. Body it, modification. And they would put legions in your brain. <gasps> uh, that was a twist at the end. <laughs> we can't talk about that right now. Spoiler alert for the uglies, <laughs> 2007. So, you might watch Gattaca and think, wow, young Ethan Hawke was handsome, A. Mm. And B, this could never happen. Well, I have some news for you. Old Ethan Hawke is still handsome. And this could absolutely happen. Oh, God. (laughs) This could happen to you. And I'm scared about it. And I feel like an old man yelling at clouds when I talk about genetic modification sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes the old man yelling at the clouds is right, is what I'd like to say. Yeah. Let's take it back. Let's, Let's do. Let's take it back. One of the first people to talk about selective breeding was Plato, and it was in 400 BCE. Oh. So we as humans have had bad ideas since 400 BCE. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Plato most of all. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> hot take. It's a hot take for you, audience. Yeah. And then the next kind of time that this idea was in the popular conscience was eugenics, which, like, the term was invented around 1883, and the idea was popular in the 19 early 1900s. Right. Of what if we just breed the two strongest, blondest, whitest people, and then their baby will be stronger and whiter and blonder. 
Yeah, spoiler alert for any of you who didn't keep up with world history. It's terrible. It's, it's a bad idea. Yeah. Eugenics, In- I'm horrified. <laughs> for <laughs> That's sure. not a hot take. A lot of people are yeah. horrified by <laughs> eugenics. Um, one person who thought it was a great idea, Adolf Hitler. Mm. So don't be like him. Every time you guys are crossing <laughs> thought streams with that guy. Not a, not a good idea. Yeah. Um, but anyway, people realized that that was pretty shitty. Mm. Um, so that has kind of now fallen off. But surprise, some news up. Mm. And that's something new. I don't know if you've heard of this thing. It's called CRISPR. I actually haven't. You've heard, you haven't heard of CRISPR. No, I haven't heard of it. You mentioned it when we talked about doing genetic modification for this podcast. I don't know what it is. All right. Please tell me about it. Let me enlighten you about CRISPR. CRISPR stands for Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats. What does that mean? I can't explain it to you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. But what I do know is this. Basically, scientists found this thing in your body, and they were finding it in all different types of, like, animals and plants and humans. Basically, it's these little repeating things between your cells and your DNA, and they couldn't figure out why it was there, and then they realized... When you get sick, when a virus enters your body, your body has a hard time fighting it off. But then it does. And the next time your virus enters your body, your body recognizes it. Right. Like, that's why vaccines work. Yes. And by the way, vaccines do work. Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) We can cut that out if we don't want to be too political. No, let's call this episode hot takes. Yeah, let's let's get into it. (laughs) Oh, God. Let's piss some people off. So that's part of the reason that vaccines work as well, but your cells are already kind of trying to do that. Mm -hmm. So they they snip a little piece of DNA (gasps) from the virus the first time they meet it, and they keep it. And then the next time you get sick, it's like matching this these weird repeating sequences. The scientists are like, why do these exist? It's because it's checking new viruses and being like, have we fucking seen you before? (laughs) And when they do, they're able to just like eradicate it, like cut it out of your body. So there's a scientist. Her name is Jennifer Doudna. Mm. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm pretty sure I am. Sorry, Jennifer. But great job, Jennifer. She was like, okay, so the body already has this thing that's amazing at finding little bits of DNA that it's seen before and cutting it out of your body. Right. Getting rid of it. Can we, like, hijack that? Can we use that to get rid of things that we want to get rid of? Like, the bit of DNA that makes you a hemophiliac, or right. the bit of DNA that, that hurts you, that hurts you, that makes you more likely for heart disease, and they figured out they could, and then they figured out it's even easier to replace it with a good strand of DNA. In theory, great. <laughs> <laughs> this part weirded me out, so I was like, okay, like you cut out bad DNA, but like then what? And the truth is, if you just kind of like throw good DNA near it. The enzymes in your body will just be like, this works, and they'll plug it right in for you, oh. as long as it's, like, kind of in the vicinity Oh my god! of this missing bit of DNA. Right. Oh, here's another crazy thing about CRISPR. CRISPR costs, like, $75 to do. What? It's so cheap. Compared to other gene modifications, it's crazy affordable. <gasps> no. So that's horrifying. I mean, I mean, if we're gonna bring the world, as we know it, crashing to its knees... It should be for everyone, I suppose. We should all be able to. We Fair. should all be able to access our own destruction in that way. That's beautiful, in a way. Right? So all this seems cool. <laughs> Something's gonna get weird, I bet. <laughs> it's just... In theory, this is great. And they're able to, like, cure heart disease and rats and all this stuff. But when have human beings ever 
had any moderation. Never. In their lives. Not one time. Not once. So here's some things that CRISPR could do. And I'm not trying to be alarmist. Aren't you? CRISPR could cause a full Jurassic Park scenario. What? So. What? (laughs) Are you you crying? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I read this the other day and I had a bad headache, but for a minute my headache was gone because I was so freaked out. We could take something like a chicken that exists today and we could tell CRISPR, we want you to cut out these little bits of DNA. And we have sequencing from like avian-like dinosaurs (gasps) and we could take bits of their DNA that we've sequenced from like bones and fossils and throw it in there and make the chicken into a dinosaur. Is that what they do in Jurassic Park? No, but... But this is the way that we would do Jurassic Park. This is the way we could Jurassic Park. Yeah. And they could do this, like, a lot of people are talking about, like, elephants to woolly mammoths. Like, you could do that with CRISPR. Mm. For, like, 75 bucks. Oh, my God. All for the low, low price of $75. <laughs> $74.99. It's on 74 sale. $74.99. Um, so... <laughs> this episode of the podcast is also sponsored by CRISPR. <laughs> and uh, Audible. And no, Audible. Not. <laughs> God. So, a full Jurassic Park scenario is what we're talking about right now. Oh, my God. The other thing CRISPR could do, were it to get into the wrong hands, is designer babies. I've heard about those. Yeah. And so you think to yourself, like, it's going to be some time before they start trying CRISPR on humans. It's it's not an immediate concern. We're not there yet, right? Surprise, we were there in 2014. Ah! In 2014, uh, there was a group of Chinese scientists, and they were the first to use CRISPR on like, human DNA, human embryo was tested on. An actual baby. So it, the embryos weren't viable. Oh, okay. But they could have done it on a viable human embryo. They just, like, didn't quite cross that line. <gasps> then, in 2017, scientists edited a man's cells while they were still in his body. Dude. Which, like, kind of has never happened before. Oh, my God. So we're getting closer and closer and closer Steps over the edge, To being able to do stuff like that. Oh, my God. And designer babies, I hadn't thought about this before, but so the idea of designer babies is that... It's like a mix and match. Like, you choose choose your own We already do. There's about 60,000 kids born every year through in vitro fertilization, IVF, which is a great, beautiful thing. Right. And through IVF, if you have something like, if you and your spouse both have the recessive trait for hemophilia, Mm -hmm. they can look at a couple of your embryos and say, like, this one... Has it. This one doesn't. This one doesn't. Yeah. You probably want the one that's not going to suffer from Mm -hmm. this horrible Mm -hmm. thing their whole lives. Implant that one. Let's have this baby. Right. With things like CRISPR, that could become, you know, here's a great embryo that doesn't have hemophilia. Do you want it to also have blue eyes? Mm. Would you be interested in having this baby and it's less likely to have heart disease? And of course, with stuff like that, a parent wants to be like, of course I want my future baby to not have heart disease. Right, yeah. For an extra thousand bucks, put it in there. Go for it. Why not? But this has really long-reaching consequences because we could be giving birth to a generation of people, right, that were born, quote-unquote, designer babies, and then they have kids. And they have kids. And these, like, these things we would be putting in people now will carry on throughout generations. And it will change human evolution. (gasps) Because, like, even if we just do it with one generation and we're like, that was a bad idea. Surprise, that one generation's gonna have kids. Too fucking late. And all of those kids will have all these things. Oh, God. Life 
sometimes shouldn't find a way. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe Laura Linney was wrong. Don't um, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Laura Linney? She's in Jurassic Park. <gasps> Listeners, Laura Dern. Oh, no! Oh, God. We can cut that. <laughs> no, leave it. I want them to know I'm human. Yeah. And I make mistakes, too. There's... We're all normal people on the other side of this mic, everyone. I know. Neither of us are wearing bras right now. That's, oh, that's how normal we are. completely true. Absolutely, yeah. And there's one more thing I want to talk about, and it's called biohacking. That sounds very Ethan Hawke. Biohacking is hacking your own DNA. So some people who have, like, some kind of base of scientific knowledge... Okay. ...are able to buy lab equipment, CRISPR stuff, stuff like that, and inject things into themselves and test on themselves <gasps> new and advancing practices in modifying your own DNA. So there's a guy, and his name is Josiah Zayner, and he's, like, the forefather of biohacking. And here's some things he's done. He tried to give himself a tattoo by injecting himself with basically, like, mole DNA, like, when you have a mole and it's a darker color. He tried to inject that in a pattern so he'd have a tattoo of, like, darker skin on him. Okay, wait. Many questions. First question, why? <laughs> Just to try it. Why would they do that? Just because you can do that now, Allie. It's $75. Oh, it's that God. or a pair of shoes. Yeah. Oh, God. $75. Not everyone's going to choose the <laughs> pair of shoes. <laughs> in the hands of a madman. That's that's horrifying. So that's something he tried to do. He did a fecal transplant on himself to fix his stomach issues, and he claims that it worked. And that, like, the biology of his poop now is different because he did this to himself. But who would know? <laughs> but still, like, that's what he claims. And he did this thing where okay. he injected himself with, like, phosphorescent jellyfish DNA because he was trying to make his skin glow in the dark. All right, I was with him with the with the first two, with the tattoo and the poop thing, but now it's enough. Did it work? So, his skin did not glow in the dark, but when he looked at his cells, they were starting to reproduce the protein that it takes to glow in the dark. So even though it didn't quite happen, his cells on their own were generating this jellyfish protein, making him the first human jellyfish hybrid. By whose standards? <laughs> By science's alley. Oh my god. His cells That's were horrifying. reproducing things that only jellyfish can do. That's like the shittiest, like, Marvel <laughs> villain I've ever heard. Jellyfish man. <laughs> and you know what? Not for nothing. That is literally the plot, or not the plot, but the origin story of Green Goblin and Spider-Man. Fair. Right? Am I right? I don't Nerds know. out there? Well, the, yeah, because the guy, um, like, in Spider-Man, is Green Goblin? Yeah? The one on the... The guy who's played by Gordon Gecko, <laughs> <laughs> James Franco's dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those things are true. Yeah, he's like a scientist and he's fucking around um, on himself, and you know it doesn't work out. So this Josiah Zayner guy is a super villain origin story waiting to happen. Waiting to happen. Thanks a lot, CRISPR. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Thanks a lot, the movie Gattaca that I had to watch sophomore year. I'm horrified. <laughs> I'm horrified. You're horrified. All right. And I, I get Justly. that you're being a little cavalier about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not cavalier about it. I'm, I think you're more horrified of it than me. And that's okay. I don't know why. I don't know either. <laughs> you're disappointed in me. It's not that I'm disappointed in you. It's that I'm disappointed in this world. <laughs> For not having a forethought. For not yelling at the clouds like I am. Yeah. That being said, 
if CRISPR can cure diseases like cancer and hemophilia that's and good. all this stuff, that's amazing. And we should pump research money into it. But it's just like, who decides the ethics of what you can change? And where is the line? And that's a hard conversation to have. And what if we never have it and we come up with a race of designer babies and then it's Gattaca and Ethan Hawke has to pretend that he's Jude Law in order to fly to Saturn. That's the plot of Gattaca. (laughs) For those following the Wikipedia page at home. (laughs) Oh my god. That's true. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery... The whole world is a slippery slope. Yeah. And I think the the idea that anything's a slippery slope is usually... um, really more of, like, a conservative meme mm-hmm. thing. It's like, what are we gonna take? Yeah. You know what I mean? First, the gays can get married. What next? Dogs? And it's like, I don't think that's a slippery slope. No. I think this is a slippery slope. Man. Conservatives have some crazy ideas, don't they, Allie? Whoa! Segway <laughs> alert! It's time for our next topic, which happens to be... Yeah, I was laying it in there. No, we did it. Um, we did it together. Which happens to be bald eagle memes. Now... There's a whole lot to unpack here, and I'm just gonna hope that a lot of you understand what I mean when I say bald eagle memes. It means a lot of different things. To me, it's like when you have a racist uncle or cousin or classmate from the Framingham High School class of 2012, Mm -hmm. let's say. You're out there. Just for example. Just for an example. And they post a meme on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. And what's in the background, Sam? As I think back, I'm seeing maybe an American flag waving in the wind. Yeah. Next to a blue sky. Next to a blue sky. Maybe there's a Marine and he's there. Yeah. And flying above or just zoomed in on the face of, there might be a bald eagle. A bald eagle. Mm-hmm. Always. Always a bald eagle. And, you know, the thing about it is that in itself is not harmful. No. Can I ask there's... a question, Allie? Please. Do you hate America? Yes. I hate America. <laughs> And that's what this podcast is about, everyone. No, I don't Surprise. hate America. Um, I don't hate America. I think that, and this is what I struggle with. This is why I'm horrified, is because every time I see a bald eagle on Facebook, I know I have but to scroll, mm-hmm. and I'll see something horrifying. Yes. Because never, it's never just a bald eagle. Sometimes it's like, you know, retweet if you love this country, which, you know what, fine. You know what, fine. Should we, should we be critical right now? Yes. But we can still love something and be critical of it. Absolutely. But that's not usually the case. Usually it's a photo of a bald eagle and it's got something on it like every time a liberal gets triggered, a bald eagle cries. And there's maybe like a single tear falling down the bald eagle's face, which I don't think that's science or biology. I don't know much about bald eagles, but I don't think they cry. And, and let me let me reiterate this. We're fans of bald eagles on this podcast. The bald eagles themselves. We're pro-eagle. We're pro-eagle here. But I feel like the problem is that they've been co-opted. Yes. So many things that are sort of neutral or were neutral, such as the American flag. If I see, if I click over to your Facebook page and all I see is the American flag, in like in theory, that's fine. Yeah. In theory, you love America and mm-hmm. you love being American. But again, I have but to scroll, mm-hmm. and I fear just so many horrible, racist, transphobic, mm-hmm. homophobic... The words crooked Hillary. You know, crooked, yeah, like, just some think piece about how feminism has gone too far, and, like, they caption it, like, couldn't have said it better myself, and, like, their only four Facebook friends have liked it, and I'm just like, man, come on. And so... Bald eagles are kind of ruined for me now. 
Oh, that's sad. The American flag is getting there. Ugh. Camouflage is a pattern. Mm-hmm. Which has been co-opted. And a lot of military things have been co-opted. That's really true. And that is not necessarily fair, because mm-hmm. a lot of people in the military don't necessarily agree with, like, neoconservative politics. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of family members of mine have been in the military, and I'm, you know... Saying that saying that I'm put off by all of those memes is generalizing, but there is such a pattern there of just, like, the worst <laughs> kind of stuff being overlaid over, like, an American flag, but then also, like, a rifle, yeah. and then also, like, a Bud Light, mm-hmm. and then also, like... A girl in denim shorts. Yeah. Those four things. Mm-hmm. Girls in shorts are ruined for me now. Ugh. Which is hard, because I've been a girl in shorts. Same. I am my own nightmare. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've brought a few along. Oh. That I'm going to... A visual round. Yeah, I'm going to describe, and we're both going to look at them. Okay. Um, And I am a little bit worried that, um, because I looked for all of these on Facebook, that my cookies are now going to readjust <laughs> and only sort of feed me... Bald eagle memes. Yeah, conservative memes. And it will um, have all been for our podcast audience. For this one, yeah, for this one 10-minute segment. You guys are welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow, this is a great one that I'm seeing first. Oh, God. Look at this piece of art. What do we see, Sam? I see a bald eagle flying. His wings, somehow, are also an American flag. How does that happen? I can Maybe. only assume. <laughs> ah! <laughs> he has been... Genetically, Genetically modified. modified! Oh my god. Ugh. We didn't even do that on purpose. I'm freaked out now. But there are words above and below this eagle. And those words are inhale freedom, exhale patriotism. Oh, I'm tired. What does that mean? Oh, I'm tired. So. Inhale freedom, exhale patriotism. Alright, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. We're gonna move on. We can't dissect this. And you I'm know sorry. what? The second one. It's more confusing. Okay. So, again, same bald eagle, actually. So maybe this is a similar artist. Mm-hmm. Artist. <laughs> um, so it's a bald eagle with the American flag all over its feather feathers, wings. Yeah. And it says, World Freedom Standings. Uh, America, which is spelled M-U-R-I-C-A. So I believe that's Murica. Oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, Murica, 1776 points. So I believe that's an homage to the... Uh, it's a reference. It's a reference to the founding of our nation. Okay. Okay. And uh, then foreign countries won. I don't know if that's an homage to anything. I'm curious how the foreign countries got that one point. Agreed. Also, foreign is spelled F-U-R-I-N. And how is country spelled, Ellie? Oh, uh, it's not fit for the podcast for me to tell you how countries is spelled, uh, but it's disrespectful. (laughs) What a shock. And then at the bottom, it says commies, N-A, not applicable. They're in last. So we're going to move on. The next meme is just an American flag, so I mixed it up. This one doesn't even have a bald eagle on it. We got to give them a break. (laughs) And it's a waving American flag. Mm -hmm. And it says, to most Americans, all lives matter. Which, we're not going to get into all the problems with that. Mm -hmm. There's so many better think pieces by writers of color. Yes. (laughs) Who can explain. Go read those. Who can explain. Please go read them. um, Who can explain why that is problematic. Um, And on the bottom it says, so it's, to most Americans, all lives matter. 
to the liberals and their media, all lies matter. So while I admire a play on words. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, wild is what I'll say. It's a wild meme. I just love the idea of somebody, like... Lives sound like lies. Yeah, sort of like, oh, honey, come in here. I really, I really nailed something today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so proud of this. Just to have me be over here, like, I'm horrified. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's horrible. In a way, they got what they wanted. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I'm all shook up over here, so you did your job. Um, oh, this is a more lowbrow one, but I figured I should include it. Um, (laughs) again, so now we're going back to Bald Eagle. It's a Bald Eagle over an American flag. I haven't seen any of these before this moment, and this one is disrespectful. Yeah, no, I'll I'll send it to you so it can be your phone background. Uh, and it says, they shit on my freedom, I shit on their car. When in the (laughs) hell has a Bald Eagle (laughs) taken a dump on anyone's car? Where are Bald Eagles native to? Like, Nowhere near cars, like I don't Arizona? think. Like, I don't even know. And there's, like, five of them. So, <laughs> biologically, I disagree. <laughs> I just disagree with that. And they're, like, basically extinct as well. Yeah. So they're not around to to pick political allegiance, even. No, they're just trying to live. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, so here's... And here's... Let's move on. Last one. My favorite. My absolute favorite. I'll on. show you the first part of it. All right. Um. So what we have here is a man... Holding a gun that is made out of meat. That's a gun. Yeah, it's a gun. Oh. What did you think it was? Maybe a dead bald eagle. <laughs> oh, God. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't go there. But then beneath it, so it's a man wearing blue jeans, holding a gun made of steak, and underneath it is, again, similar theme, American flag, bald eagle looking at the gun, saying, that is so America. What do you think, Sam? <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I mean, I disagree. I don't think it's that mer. It's not. I wouldn't say. But okay. But okay. I guess that's okay. It's okay, Sam. Sam's done. <laughs> Can you just finish the podcast? Yeah, no, me? I'll get it. I'll get it. Don't worry about it. So yeah, I think most of the themes are like gun toting, blowing stuff up, freedom, freedom. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Always freedom. Every time I see a bald eagle meme, that's all they talk about. Because it's the flag and, like, don't tread on my freedom. Or, like, mm-hmm. that's that's not the phrase. But, like, I think this has already been covered by that very overplayed clip from the newsroom, mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin's show. Yes. But I'll reiterate something from it, which is every not everybody, but a lot of countries have freedom. Yes. <laughs> like, we do not have the monopoly on freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think some people actually think that we do. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things we're behind. You know what I mean? There's so many things that we totally suck at that, like, Iceland figured out 30 years ago. So I just, I take it for granted a little bit. And I feel like we we all should. We all should feel, just relax a little bit. I'd love America to have less freedom. You don't see me. (laughs) You don't see me co-opting bald eagles. Like, maybe Americans should have less freedom. (laughs) I also don't know how to use Photoshop, so mm. I could help you with that. We should we should maybe make some of those. Be on the lookout for our yep. new bald eagle memes about eagles who just want to stay in their cage. They're gonna be progressive though. Yes, we're gonna sell them on Etsy. Oh, cross stitched. We're gonna cross stitch them. Oh man, we're gonna be millionaires. We're gonna co-op the narrative on bald eagles. That I'm cautiously optimistic about that. I'm yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about our new Etsy line of 
pro-intersectional feminist, bald eagles. <laughs> and then we'll move on to other totems mm. of conservatism and slowly Imagine a bald eagle, it's wearing a jaunty hat, mm. and under it we cross-stitch, my pronouns are they, them. <gasps> I like that. I love that. And I think a lot of people would buy it. Yeah, I think a lot of people would buy it, too. That makes me feel better, because this really hurt me, this episode. Yeah, I'm- I feel gross. Oh, man. I feel like I need to shower, looking at all these memes. And looking at some of the memes I didn't even choose. Some of the memes were just so, like, <sighs> You know what I mean? Yes. You know what I mean? What do you mean? <laughs> we can't afford that music to lay over this. <laughs> Even that one second of it that yeah, was me singing. Yeah, it's totally worth it. All right. I'll sing in slightly different melody. What do you mean? Is that helpful? Yeah, we can use that. Oh, thank God. But I think that's it. I think that's all we wanted to talk about today because I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted. I I have to be honest with you. I'm like, what if they took a bald eagle and they crispered it and it was a dinosaur? We have to stop. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll explore that further. Oh, God. Oh, God. Stay horrified. Stay horrified.